Hi, welcome to Inner Style presented by Stellaire, a new virtual stylist app now available in the Apple and Android store. I'm your host, Allie, one of the co-founders, and I'm here to introduce a new and holistic approach to fashion and style. During the podcast, we'll have a chance to chat with various fashion professionals, ranging from celebrity stylists in LA to some of the top VIP personal shoppers in New York. We'll expose their insider knowledge of the fashion industry and learn tips and tricks for dressing creatively for any occasion. We'll also learn how to develop a unique sense of personal style, simplify the wardrobe, and save money in the process. During the interview, feel free to go to the App Store and download the Stellar app now, and you'll have a chance to upload all of your clothing items into your digital closet, and by the end of the show, you can begin creating new looks, receiving suggestions for any occasion, and also flipping through new ideas from our virtual stylist. Okay, I am so excited for today's guest on the show. We have Katherine Shepard. She is a personal stylist for 10 years and is really unique because she offers individuals the celebrity styling experience. So it's a really great process. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, definitely. So I am curious. I always like to know, can you tell us the story of how you came to run your own company for personal styling? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I used to work in marketing and I was living in New York. Um, It wasn't in the fashion industry, it was in the entertainment industry. And I ended up moving to LA right in 2008 um, when the economy tanked. So um, I was kind of in this position where I was unemployed and um, nobody was hiring and I was in a new city and I kind of was not really sure what to do. And it kind of forced me to get real about what my career aspirations really were because I had kind of started this career path in, you know, entertainment marketing. And I was like, I don't really know what to, what to do with that because it's not really what I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. So rather than try to spin my wheels and just keep trying and trying and trying to get a job in that industry that I didn't even want to be in anymore, it forced me to really kind of stop and say, hey, like, what are you really passionate about? And I had always, I had always loved fashion, but I was a little bit intimidated by it. You know, living in New York, the people I knew who worked in fashion, it was just very cutthroat, very intimidating, very... Um, just a little bit scary and kind of unappealing. Mm-hmm. So even though I loved the concept of fashion and I loved style, I didn't like the options that were there for a career in fashion. So right around that same time, I actually, um, through my mom, I found out about something called fashion feng shui, which is um, basically taking the principles of feng shui and applying it to your wardrobe. And I was kind of like, I had a lot of time on my hands because I wasn't, um, I wasn't, uh, working and I ended up getting certified in that. So I flew to Boston. I did this training program. Um, it was really cool experience. And from that, I was super inspired to kind of basically help women and some men, but mostly women, um, kind of refine and create their own personal style. Um, so kind of taking taking the parts that I love about fashion and leaving out all the parts that I don't love about fashion Um, and starting my own business where I could basically make it fun and approachable and bring that experience to, you know, regular women like you and me. Um, Because I think a lot of people really want 
some help in their, in their wardrobe and in their style, but they feel, they also feel intimidated by it. Um, you know, when we look at blogs and magazines and, um, you know, people even just walking down the street, especially in cities like New York or LA, it can be very intimidating. People look so cool and so chic and it looks like they spent like thousands of dollars on their outfit and not everyone can do that or wants to do that. And, uh, so I really wanted to kind of like peel away that kind of, those kind of stigmas around fashion and make it fun. Yeah. I love that. And personally, I, experienced the same thing. I started in luxury goods, corporate fashion in New York, and it was terrifying. It was so stressful. (laughs) I like my body shut down after about eight months. I was just kind of like in this paranoia state. It was so intense. And I realized this is not the experience it should be. And why is everyone taking this so seriously? And why are they angry about it? And very, you know, (laughs) unapproachable. And, um, Totally. It's like people felt like that's how they had to be. Right. It's like that was just the world that it was. It was so cutthroat. And, you know, it's like the devil wears product. Like it really is. That's how it was. And people were making no money. <laughs> like they had to have luxury fashion, but they were making no money to be able to buy that. I and so there's just so much pressure. I know. It's so funny you say that because um, on the first show, the first podcast show, I created a monologue of like my background and. I started at YSL corporate out of college in 2008. And it's exactly, I tell people it's devil worst Prada. They, you know, pay you nothing, but they tell you to look YSL, but not wear YSL. So it's like, okay, how do I do that? Now I have to be resourceful. And it was just like, this is not going to work for me. This is not the experience I want. So, yeah. 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 But I love what you're doing now because it's, I mean, everyone experiences fashion. They have to assemble an outfit every day. And so we should enjoy it and we should feel good in it. So I think what you're doing, um, your philosophy is really strong and it's something I've actually never seen before with other stylists and what they're doing. I think that's super unique. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of what I'm going for. (laughs) I just, I really, you know, I, 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 I was like, you know, even for myself, if I'm going to work in a career in fashion or if I'm going to create a career in fashion for myself, I want nothing to do with the scary part of fashion. Mm -hmm. I only want to be dealing with it in a way that's genuinely, you know, that feeling you get when you find a really great piece and you put it on and you feel so confident Mm -hmm. and you feel like you look great and you feel like your best self. I just want to create that experience for my clients. I love that. And um, it's just, you know, it's not about having the most expensive thing. It's not about, um, you know, having that perfect outfit that's so on trend, but will be irrelevant tomorrow. You know, all of that. It's like, it's just none of that appeals to me. I don't keep up with it. I don't, I don't like it. Um, It's just about helping women feel amazing in their wardrobes because we all want to, it doesn't matter what we're doing. It doesn't matter where we're going, whether it's just going to the grocery store or going to, you know, a special event, you want to feel like the best dressed person there. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Our best self is showing up. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so speaking of not spending a lot of money on a wardrobe, do you have mm-hmm. any tips or secret places you love to shop for fashion? So, I mean, I, I will say, even though I'm not, you know, super into blowing a ton of money on like a luxury item, uh, you know, or like a trendy luxury item, I am a big fan of kind of being intentional about the things that you buy. And 
I would rather see my clients invest in a few key pieces that they can wear again and again Mm -hmm. that maybe do cost a little bit more um, than kind of going to fast fashion and just buying like whatever is cheap. Mm Uh, because the truth is you, if you spend your money on, on that kind of stuff, you're going to feel you'll wear it a couple of times and then you're going to feel like it's disposable. You're just going to, you know, cause you didn't invest much in it. It's probably not perfect. Maybe it doesn't fit exactly right. Or, mm-hmm. you know, cause you didn't really care that much. You're like, what? It's $30. I can just, you know, pick this up today. Exactly. Um, so I do, but, but within reason, you know, and I really think that, um, you know, I don't understand people who, who buy like those really, really trendy, super specific seasonal, um, you know, Fendi bags with like, know. you know, fuzzy <laughs> embellishments all over them and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just like, they really must have money to, to burn because, you know, I'm a big fan of like a luxury bag, you know, like a really great Chanel bag that's made well, but the classic, you know, neutral tones and the ones you can just wear over and over and over and over again. And they look the same as they did in the Uh (laughs) twenties, you know, it's like, I, that's the kind of stuff I love. So, um, so I do, you know, I do encourage my clients to kind of like, you know, be intentional about the the pieces that they pick and to pick things that are not going to be, that are not going to feel irrelevant next year that will still be able to like carry them, you know, year after year. Not every piece can be that of course, but for things that are a little bit more like investment items. So, you know, if you're someone who, you know, has like, say, you know, one, one paycheck that you're going to save and you're going to use that on, you know, a new item, I'd be like, do it on a luxury bag, like put it towards a luxury bag or not necessarily luxury, but a nice quality bag, Mm -hmm. um, a good leather bag, because you can wear that with any outfit and it will elevate it. You could be wearing just a plain t-shirt and jeans and it's going to make it look that much better. Um, so yeah, I'm a big fan of just kind of saving your money for those, those kind of key pieces that you can wear every day. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. I was going to ask you that as well for, top investment pieces and, st- and staples in individuals' wardrobes, because I think that can serve as the foundation. And then everything else, you can swap out basics and it still looks elevated and put together. Um, I think you yeah. had a good point. I never thought about it this way, but it's so literal. It's if you wear cheap clothes and fast fashion that the material is not great, it doesn't fit you, then it, you sort of feel cheap. And so you hold off and invest in something that you're proud of and is going to last. It can last 10 years. Um, there's also resale value there, you know, and my background, I worked for some resale startups and it's like, you can, um, have something for, for 10 years or more. And if it's a Chanel bag that is appreciating, which is incredible. So, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And I mean, not everybody has Chanel money and that's completely, completely fine. It's like whatever it means to you, you know, it's if you would normally spend $50 on a bag, I would say try to save up, you know, $300 for a really good quality leather bag, which you could still get at like Madewell or Kuyana or one of these places that, you know, still makes quality leather goods, um, but at a more affordable price you'll find yourself wearing that for years to come. And if you can swing it, 
yeah, I'm a big fan of the Chanel because I only have one Chanel bag myself and it's like just the, um, the wallet on chain. So it's like the smallest <laughs> Chanel bag, the most affordable one. But I will tell you that bag, like I saved a couple of um, paychecks like a few years back from a wardrobe styling um, TV job that I was doing. And I was like, I'm going to get that Chanel bag. And it's just black with the um, pebbled leather. And it's, it has held up. Like it literally looks the same as the day I bought it. And that was years ago. And I can wear it with a t-shirt and jeans, or I can tuck the chain into the bag and hold it as a clutch for like a fancy wedding. So I wear it all the time. And it is definitely probably my best purchase I've ever made. So I'm a big, big fan of just like maybe stretching just a little bit and saving just a little bit and getting that one thing that you will have forever. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. I think that in a way it sort of touches on these other um, movements going on in sort of self-love and investing back in yourself. And it's sort of like you it reflects the quality that you hold yourself. And also it can be one item, but if you wear it every day, then the value over time is that much more um, valuable to you. Absolutely. The cost per wear is a lot lower. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I know personally too, having some of those key items, the bag or um, maybe it's one good winter coat can yeah. carry you. And in some interviews I've had and meeting people, you sort of, even if it's the one piece you wear every single day, if you have that with you, it's sort of like you always feel confident in that and that, you know, it's nice. And I think that just, always. yeah, it carries you so well into many different situations. So that's so great. Yeah, absolutely. You're never going to regret those purchases but <laughs> with something from a cheap store, you're going to be like, wait, what, what did I see in this? And it, you'll feel that way pretty soon, <laughs> like yeah. pretty soon after you buy it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I see too, with so many of my friends, uh, I find they have so much clothes. They say, I don't know what to do with this. It's sort of like kind of nice, like contemporary, but not, there's no resale value, but they're not wearing it. It's just, I see so much waste and there's so much yeah. out there that you, you can't do anything with. But if you do wait and purchase the one bag of your dreams and then the one day that you want to maybe upgrade and move on to something else you can sell it and there's still value there so yes, I love that 100%. philosophy yeah it's way better for the environment too. yes exactly yeah so what are some other common um maybe blocks or barriers you encounter with clients that is sort of like if the goal is to develop and walk into their ideal style profile um mm-hmm. what are the steps to get there Yeah. So, um, the first step that I always take with my clients is I ask them a ton of questions about their daily life. So it sounds so obvious, but I think people forget to really actually look at what type of clothes they need on a day-to-day basis. Because people, when they think about style and they think about refining their style, they're thinking about how like, okay, so I'm going to get like dressed up and I'm going to wear like really like put together outfits that are very kind of pieced together intentionally. And it's going to be all like kind of, you know, trying to be more like you stepped out of a photo shoot or something. But really it's not about that. It's about feeling like the best version of yourself in your actual daily life. So I work with a lot of people who are like new moms 
and they are just coming out of like a two year span where they were pregnant and then they had a newborn for a year. And now they're just getting back into kind of like looking at, at their closet in a different way again and going, okay, wow, like nothing really fits anymore. Like the way it used to and trying to find some new things, but now their daily life has changed to being someone who they're doing preschool drop-off and they're going to the grocery store and maybe they have time to meet a friend for lunch, but it's not the same as it used to be where you're going out every night, like in college or something. Um, And so they feel like, oh, but like, you know, I really, you know, I wear a lot of like just jeans and t-shirts or sweatpants. And I always kind of stop them and say, all right, if what you're wearing is comfortable clothes for your day-to-day life, then we're going to treat that like it's a special event outfit, or we're going to treat that like it's your, you know, your fancy work wardrobe, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be dressy. It doesn't have to be elevated all the time. It can still be super comfortable and wearable and having the best pieces for that is what we're going to focus on. So everyone gets to feel like they're wearing clothes that fit into their lifestyle, but it's the best version of that and putting together cute outfits that are easy to wear, easy to, you know, kind of piece together when they're getting dressed in the morning and feeling like they look great, even though they're just going to the grocery store. Mm Yeah, definitely. That's a great approach. And I think too, um, there's a lot of value in understanding. And like you said, reevaluating your lifestyle so that maybe throughout the day, you can plan outfits that carry on to different activities and you're still put together and polished. And I think for me, anytime you step out of the door, you should be thoughtful in what you're wearing because you never know what could come up when where, you know, life could take you and who you're going to run into. And so to have that, um, value on the day-to-day outfits, I think that's so important. Yeah. I mean, you really hit the nail on the head. I always think about, you know, how it's always that time when you didn't put any thought into what you were going to wear. And then you go to just the grocery store and you run into somebody you never would have thought you would run into. Definitely. And, um, so being just a little bit intentional and kind of saying, okay, like, what do I want to, what do I want to project today? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I always say that like people make like your clothes make the ultimate first impression. People make judgments about you based on what you're wearing. And even if they don't even have a conversation about you. And it's not that I want people to constantly be worried that people are judging them. It's more just, it should be empowering to think, oh, I get to choose how people are going to see me. Like I get to choose how, how, um, how I come off to the world. And um, that's a really cool cool thing to kind of take advantage of. Yeah. I love that. I think it, it really translates in your energy too. If you're confident in what you're wearing and it speaks to who you are and the lifestyle, everything about you, then people recognize that and they say, okay, this, this person understand, they know themselves, um, they're confident. And so, you know, maybe that can help connect you to the right person or opportunity day to day. It's sort of just, it's step one of, you know, experiencing the rest of your life. So yeah, 100%. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. Very cool. Well, it's been so great chatting. Um, and I'm, I mentioned this to you earlier, but I'm obsessed with your Instagram. It's so cute. Such a great aesthetic. Yeah. So everyone should follow you. Um, (laughs) but yeah, let us know how we can get in touch with you. 
Yeah. So I am, my handle is the same on every platform. It's just the life styled and, uh, you can find me. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and my website is just the lifestyle.com. So it's pretty easy to find me. <laughs> yeah. Talk about branding. This is like <laughs> such a strong platform. So I love it. Thank well, you. Yeah, Thank thanks you. so much for coming on. It's been really fun chatting. Thank you so much for having me. Really great episode with Catherine. I hope you enjoyed. She had a lot to say about style philosophy and a holistic approach to reevaluating your wardrobe. I think it's so important how she mentioned that no matter what your lifestyle is, if you're in an office every day or you're running around errands and taking care of kids, that no matter what you're doing, your style should always reflect you and it should always have a high level of quality. Um, you know, talking about investment pieces and evaluating your lifestyle. If there's something that you're wearing every day or almost every day, then maybe it's time to rethink an investment piece and saving up for a handbag you can take to the office or a leather jacket that you're really proud of. And instead of just buying one-off pieces of clothing, you know, saving up for that one item that you really value that reflects you and it's high quality so that you feel confident when you're out and about and it can translate into so many different situations and you can earn back the investment over time. So she also mentioned how important it is to remember it's the ultimate first impression, what you're wearing. And if you're at the grocery store, you never know who you're going to run into. And to just rethink, you know, always having that style profile that reflects your your current self and uh, whatever that is to value it. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed.